The 2022 State Fair Classic. Grambling State versus Prairie View A&M. Saturday, October 1st at the Cotton Bowl. One ticket gets you into the fair and the big game. Also, Grammy Award winning Ashanti Live. Then the Classic kicks off at a new time, 6 p.m. New coaches, old rivalry, and an iconic halftime battle of events. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. Visit StateFairClassicFootball.com. Sponsored in part by City of Dallas. Dallas Sports Commission. McDonald's. Black and Positively Golden. Chevy. Cricket Wireless. Methodist Hospital. The old renaissance is the new renaissance Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction This is the Harlem Brewing Company Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling That can only be described in one way, Harlem style So come and take a trip on the A-Train With our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale And our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer The neighborhood original Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. You've got it locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, September the 20th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Takeaway Tuesday here on the podcast. Got a couple of takeaways from week three in HBCU football. First of all, I want to say we still, we had seven teams in HBCUs that were undefeated coming in to week three and six remain undefeated. Benedict, Virginia Union, Hampton, Langston, Fort Valley State, and North Carolina Central all remain undefeated. And, you know, I'd have to really kind of think back to win the last time we had uh, that many teams undefeated three weeks into the season. I mean, we're, we're three weeks. I mean, that, that's a, and really, I mean, four weeks, if you really think about it, when you count, if you count the opening week, you've got six teams that are undefeated. So that's a, that's a great feat in of itself. Let's take a look at the HBCU polls, beginning with the coaches poll, Jackson State, received all but one first place vote is number one South Carolina State received the other first place vote number two North Carolina Central is number three Alcorn State uh, with a big win as a matter of fact over McNeese McNeese State we'll talk about that that's one of my takeaways uh, is number four and then Hampton Hampton continues to move up in the polls you look at Hampton beating Morehouse uh, in up in New York, I mean that's a, that's a, all wins are are good wins, and so Hampton remains uh, undefeated at three and zero and rounds out the top five. Uh, taking a look at the media poll, Jackson State received all the first place votes. South Carolina State number three, North Carolina, or excuse me, South Carolina State number two, North Carolina Central number three, Albany State moves up. After the loss to Florida A&M a couple of weeks ago, defeated Shorter, moves up to number four. And then Virginia Union rounds out the top five. And you can get all of the, uh, you can get the entire polls, both polls in their entirety on our website at boxtorow.com. On our website at boxtorow.com. Couple of takeaways, okay, uh, from week number three in HBCU football. Uh, number one, North Carolina Central. I think when you look at the Eagles defeating number 25, New Hampshire, 
Um, and in 45 to 27, I mean, that's a really, really good win. I, I don't remember the last time a, an FCS, an HBCU FCS defeated a non-HBCU FCS that was ranked in the top 25. So that in of itself is great to the point that North Carolina Central is now in the top 25. So in essence, it replaced the team it beat in New Hampshire in terms of being currently ranked uh, number 25 in the country. It had been since 2017 since North Carolina Central was ranked in the top 25. I think that's big. You look at Davius Richard, the quarterback, uh, uh, really a splendid game. Uh, you know, he goes 18 of, of 27, 194 yards, two touchdowns, no interception. He interceptions. He rushes uh, for another uh, 140 yards in the game uh, in excess, or really to be exact, 334 yards of total offense. He also had the three touchdowns, responsible uh, for three touchdowns on the season. I go back to the game against A&T to open the season. He was responsible for four touchdowns, and he's only thrown one interception the entire season. So he is really playing at another level and really has propelled this Eagles team uh, to where it is at 3-0 and on the season and, again, a big win over New Hampshire. My second takeaway, Jackson State. Jackson State is playing some unbelievable football right now. I mean, absolutely blew, grambling out 66-24. to you, This is the thing, right? Like, this was a, it was a close game. I mean, Jackson State got out to the 14-0 lead. Uh, you, you look at what Grambling was able to do, come back and tie the game at 14 apiece. Gram, as Jackson State goes up by a touchdown, Grambling able to come back, get a field goal to pull it to within 21 to 7. And then from that point, Jackson State really just took over this football game. And the way that quarterback Shador Sanders is playing, he's playing as well as any collegiate football player in the country okay he's tied for fourth in fcs in terms of passing touchdowns he has 10 he has nary a pick not a single pick 10 touchdowns to no interceptions on the season unbelievable you look at his completion percentage it's at 73 percent. he's completing an unbelievable 73 percent of his passes he's playing lights out i think Jackson State made a statement, especially coming off a close, uh, semi-close game, even though a victory. I mean, that defense is just tremendous, been tremendous uh, for Jackson State all season long and a tremendous uh, defensive effort uh, You go, going back to the game against Tennessee State, especially when the offense didn't get as many points as you would have liked for uh, the offense too. And then to come back with 66 points against Grambling, I think uh, was Impressive. So Jackson State continues to roll, and that's takeaway number two. Takeaway number three uh, for me is Old Corn State's victory. I mean, I think uh, when you look at Old Corn State on the season, and it started the season off uh, 0-2, a, a tough loss. Uh, really, when you look uh, at uh, playing against Tulane on last week, and then to come right back in a hostile environment, uh, at McNeese State, who was a perennial playoff team. This is a perennial playoff team. And to come back with uh, that victory. And, I mean, it, it, I look at 
what Alcorn State was able to do. And this was, this to me was a vintage defensive effort by Alcorn State. I look at the Braves. I mean, they did enough of what they needed to do uh, from an offensive standpoint. You look at the quarterback, Aaron Allen, 15 to 27, 189 yards, one touchdown on the game. But from an offensive perspective, what the Braves want to do is run the football. They did that well, 215 yards rushing in the game. But there were some points where, especially late in the game, Alcorn State was only able to get a couple of field goals to put uh, to put the Braves up by 11 points. But that defense really clamped down. I had a chance to, li- I was listening to, by the way, shots out to Charles Edmond, the play-by-play voice for Alcorn State. Now, Charles has been doing this a long time. As a matter of fact, I, I think almost 30 years now, if not 30 years going back to when Steve McNair was playing at Alcorn State as well. So I listened to that game, some good defensive stops, especially in the fourth quarter uh, by Alcorn State. And it's just a a sound, sound victory for the Braves. My fourth takeaway, Bowie State. Bowie State's lost a couple of games in a row. And and this is, uh, is, it's it's a twofold with this fourth uh, takeaway. Losing to Shaw. Um, I think Shaw has got a real opportunity at that CIAA Southern Division uh, this year. Of course, Fayetteville State's going to have a, a lot to say about that. Fayetteville State uh, winning another game as well. Uh, but Bowie State now 1-2 and two on the season. It's been a tough start uh, for Kyle Jackson, still ranked number 10 in the HBCU media poll. But if you're Bowie State, you want to get back uh, on track and I mean, they're gonna obviously they're gonna get the benefit of the doubt, winning what three straight CIAA championships and the success that the program has had the last six or seven years. So they're gonna get a, the benefit of the doubt. Um, but you know, got to win a football game this upcoming uh, Saturday. Meanwhile, I look at Shaw and I'm like, okay, this was a really good win to get back on track. The Bears couldn't afford to go zero and three. Now everything's still ahead of the Bears. And with that being said, even if the Bears had lost to Bowie State, still everything ahead, especially when it comes to division play. But you you need a victory like that if you're Shaw. You need a, a victory over a really good program, a nationally respected, a well-respected program. And Adrian Jones and his crew was able to get that win. So we'll see ultimately if that can uh, continue for the Shaw Bears. Couple of takeaways again, as this is Takeaway Tuesday uh, from Week Three in HBCU football. And again, I, I mean, I just look at Hampton. Wow, three and zero on the season, climbing up in the HBCU polls. I look at Benedict, Fort Valley State, Virginia Union, not slowing down anytime soon. Langston out to that really good start. I tell you what, it's good to see our programs in the position that our programs are in, and. Also at the FCS level with North Carolina Central and Hampton, both at 3-0 on the season. So that's what I've got for you for today's HBC or for today's HBCU football daily podcast on Takeaway Tuesday. Any thoughts? If you have any thoughts, hit us up via Twitter at Box to Row, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W, or on Facebook, B-O-X the number two R-O-W. Use the hashtag. HBCU 130. 
Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, where you can download and listen to the podcasts on our website at BoxToRow.com, also iHeartMedia.com, and wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can check us out on the Box2Row YouTube page. Talk with you tomorrow.